Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for this morning. So today we're reading from Jeremiah chapter 29. We're going to read verses 1 through 14. Super famous passage. Got a few things to say about this morning. Hope you are doing well wherever this finds you. These are the words of the letter that the prophet Jeremiah sent from Jerusalem to the remaining elders among the exiles and to the priests the prophets and all the people who Nebuchadnezzar had taken into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. This was after King Jeconiah and the queen mother, the court officials, the leaders of Judah and Jerusalem, the artisans and the smiths had departed from Jerusalem. The letter was sent by the hand of Elasa, the son of Shaphan, and Jemariah, son of Hilkiah, whom King Zedekiah of Judah sent to Babylon, to King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon, it said, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all the exiles whom I have sent into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon, build houses and live in them. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Take wives and have sons and daughters. Take wives for your sons. Give your daughters in marriage that they may bear sons and daughters. Multiply there and do not decrease, but seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf for its welfare. In its welfare, you will find your welfare. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, do not let prophets and diviners who are among you deceive you and do not listen to the dreams they dream. For it is a lie that they are prophesying to you in my name. I do not send them says the Lord. For thus says the Lord, only when Babylon's 70 years are completed will I visit you and I will fulfill to you my promise and bring you back to this place. For surely I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for your welfare and not for your harm, to give you a future with hope. Then when you call upon me and come and pray to me, I will hear you. When you search for me, you will find me. If you seek me with all your heart, I will let you find me, says the Lord, and I will restore your fortunes and gather you from all the nations and all the places where I have driven you, says the Lord, and I will bring you back to the place from which I sent you into exile. Yeah, so 2911, we all know that's the verse that we all hang our hat on. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plan not to harm you and plans for your good, plans to give you a hope and a future. And we all like to quote that. But I think what's happened with that verse is it's become the Christian version of the American dream. It's like, God's going to give me everything I want, good plans. God's not going to harm me. But we take it out of the context of all the stuff I read before. So first of all, we need to understand that this letter is being written to people who've been through it. And they've been through it in ways we will never understand, most of us. They've had a war 
they killed a third of their population. In Ezekiel, it kind of shows us this. A third of the population, a third of another third starved to death, and the remaining third are being taken into exile. And so Jeremiah is writing this letter to the leftover third who are being taken into exile 500 miles away from their home in Jerusalem. 500 miles is a long way today when you're driving in a car. It's an eternity when you're traveling on foot after you've almost starved to death maybe with everything you need to take with you to survive. It's a long, long trip. So they've been through this whole process of exile and they're wondering if there's any hope left. And it's in that context that Jeremiah writes these words. And the first thing he says to them is this. Hey, don't listen to people who are saying not to get established here in Babylon. Like plant crops, build houses, reproduce, like have children, grow your family, live for the good of your captors. Is that really what Jeremiah says? Live for the good of the people who just captured? That's what he says, because their good will be your good. Now that sounds kind of crazy. Live in a whole countercultural way. Most people would be angry at their captors. They would want to destroy their captors. And Jeremiah tells the people, live for the good of your captors. And, and this verse that we take is like, oh, God's going to give me everything I want. Good plans for me. Nothing bad. Um, is, not, <laughs> is not exactly how we take it. They've already been through the bad. Like all the bad. Like you couldn't imagine that kind of bad. None of us, we've been through a pandemic. That's, that's probably like a little bit of what they went through, but nothing like what they went through, right? So the, they have been through the bad. And God is saying to them through Jeremiah, this is not the end. Like my ultimate plans for you are good. And that is true of us as well. But it is not this promise that we're just gonna get all the good stuff we want. That's the American dream, and it's an empty promise because even when you get that stuff, it won't be good enough. Stuff never satisfies us. That's the whole point of the gospel to remind us that it's only God who satisfies us. So 2911 is not a promise that you're gonna get all the good stuff you want because that won't fulfill you anyway. What it is, is it's a promise that God's not gonna give up on you. Even when you have disobeyed God, as the people had, even when you find yourself in exile in the worst place you can imagine, God still has plans for you. And, and then it goes on beyond that. It says, you will seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. And so with that promise, there's also a call to seek God with all of our heart which most people don't read that section of the scripture. So here's a people who are in the worst place they can imagine. They're being captive, they're captive to a group of people and God says, live for their good. And he says, I haven't given up on you. I do have good plans for you. If you have doubted those plans, don't doubt them anymore. I still have good plans for you. But here's what you're called to do. And that is, you'll find me when you seek me and when you seek me with all your heart. So let's not pull Jeremiah 29, 11 out of the rest of it. 
Let's not pull it out and just use it as a promise that we're just going to get what we want from God because God's got good stuff planned for us. It was never intended that way. It was written to a people who weren't sure if God was still good, who weren't sure if all the bad stuff they'd experienced, if they could even see that God had good plans for them. And in that context, then Jeremiah says, oh yeah, God has good plans for you. And here's your responsibility. Seek God with all your heart. And he eventually says in the last verse that we read that then he will bring them back to the place from which he sent them into exile. So they will get to come home. There will be a homecoming. They're supposed to live for the good of that land, but that's not their final destiny. Ultimately, they will come back home. And so I just want to put Jeremiah 29, 11 in the middle of that context to say to you today, if you're wondering if God is still good, if you're wondering if God is still faithful, if you're wondering if there's ever a way you can come back, yes, the Lord has good plans for you. What is our obligation then is to seek God and to seek God with our whole heart. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.